What can you do with your love of science? We'll tell you. Welcome back to another episode of We Love Science, the podcast where we discuss all the things that you can do with your love of science. We're your hosts. I'm Shakira. And I'm Fatu. And today we're going to talk about the accidental scientific discovery that changed the way we cook our food. And no, we're not talking about accidentally burning a steak on the grill, although that would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Steak that sounds delicious. You know, I want some right now. (laughs) But no, we're not talking about burning steak. Today, we're going to talk about the microwave oven. Now, you can microwave steak, but I wouldn't recommend it. Sounds terrible. (laughs) Although, if you've ever had steakums, have you ever had steakums? No, I've never had steakums. (laughs) Me either, but I've heard of them. Or if you've reheated like a Philly cheesesteak sandwich or something, those are really delicious, then you probably microwave steak. So it's okay. Look, I enjoy a good steak as much as the next person. Being in the Philly area, I definitely enjoy my Philly cheesesteaks. I would recommend heating them up in like a toaster oven or an oven though, rather than microwaving them (laughs) if you're going to do the whole eating it next day thing, because then the bread gets kind of weird, you know? Okay. So you're all for steak. Oh, yeah, girl. Love it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So today we're talking about the accidental discovery that led to the invention of the microwave oven. And it all started with a scientist named Percy Spencer. Oh, so who was Percy? What's going on with him? So Percy Spencer was an engineer Mm -hmm. working for Raytheon Corporation. And this is back in the 1930s, 40s, around there. Okay. Um, And one day while working on a radar system, he noticed that a candy bar in his pockets had melted. (laughs) So question for you, Fatu. Mm -hmm. If you ever find a melted candy bar in your pocket, what would you do? (laughs) I would maybe throw it away in the garbage or maybe (laughs) stick it in the freezer. I think it would depend on the type of day I'm having. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people would throw away the candy bar and go back the day, right? But I'd be willing to bet that if we did a poll, maybe 50 to 60% of people will say that they'll eat it anyway. (laughs) Depends on the candy bar. Depends on the candy bar. Absolutely depends on the candy bar. So then, so, you know, stick it in the fridge or just, ah, it's chocolate, stick it in your mouth. You know, it's good to go. Mm -hmm. It's going to melt in your mouth anyway. So then the remaining 40 to 49% of people, they'll be like, ooh, gross, it's all melted and ooey gooey or whatever, and they'll throw it away. Mm -hmm. So they would probably just assume that the chocolate bar got melted by maybe their body heat Mm -hmm. or heat from the sun, right? And those are perfectly reasonable assumptions. But only a small percentage of people would actually ask a question and Mm -hmm. try to determine 
why did it melt? Mm-hmm. And Percy was in that like 1% or whatever of people, right? He was a scientist and he was curious. And that's what's so important. He was curious. Yeah. And he wondered what caused the candy bar to melt. So after some investigation, he discovered that it was the microwave radiation from the radar system that heated up the candy bar and caused it to melt. Oh, interesting. So what are radar systems? Well, we've all at least heard about radar, right? Even if, Mm -hmm. you know, just when watching a movie or something. And the way that it works is that radar systems use electromagnetic waves to detect and track objects. Okay. Okay. So what are electromagnetic waves? Okay. I'm throwing a lot of terms at you today, right? (laughs) Doing a lot of deep pulls over here. (laughs) Okay. So to put it simply, electromagnetic waves, electromagnetic waves are just invisible waves of energy that travel through the air. So think of it as um, like when you're trying to catch a cell phone signal, right? Say you're in a remote area, you really need to make that call or check your Twitter or whatever. You're trying to catch a cell phone signal. You can't see the signal, right? But you know it's there somewhere up in the air, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's basically why people hold their phones up as high as they can and wave them out in the air. They're trying to wait for it, catch a signal. <laughs> They're trying to catch a signal. Exactly. So the signal from the cell phone tower, you know it's there, even though you can't see it. So you just got to find it, right? So similar to a cell phone tower, radar sends out this invisible, these invisible waves of energy. When this energy touches an object, it is reflected. So basically the energy bounces off the object back to the radar dish. This reflected energy tells us where an object is, how fast it's moving, and what direction it's moving. So that's pretty cool, right? We can get a lot of information about an object, even if it's too far away to see. That is pretty cool. It sounds like it's similar to an echo, you know, like sound waves bouncing off of a surface. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's actually a similar phenomenon for sure. Um, and these um, electromagnetic waves of energy are very effective at detecting moving objects like airplanes. So that's why radar is used by air traffic control to guide airplanes safely through the air. Mm-hmm. So you might have wondered how all those planes up in the air avoid crashing <laughs> each other, right? Because unlike us, like in cars driving on the road, we can see all the other cars around us. Right. But airplanes, they're so enclosed and they're so large, you can't see that much. We have all these mirrors, you know, front view, back view, side view. We have a whole bunch of mirrors to see when we're driving on the road. Right. Um, But in the air, the airplanes don't have that. But what happens is that we use radar to detect where all those planes are. So then the air traffic controllers can guide them successfully. Okay, that's kind of cool. And planes also have transponders, right, to help identify them? Yeah, yeah. They have, they've got transponders. Um, they have to have flight plans that they need to follow. They've got collision avoidance systems. So they have a lot of other things going on that play a role in just keeping us safe in the air, cool. right? But the radar is definitely, definitely key. Okay. 
But other than official use by air traffic controllers, and of course cops <laughs> using their radar <laughs> guns to catch us when we're speeding on the highway, raise your hand if you've ever been there. Uh, not me. <laughs> oh, I'm such not a goodie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I've, I've done a little speeding on the highway. Just a okay. little. Just <laughs> a little bit. But a lot of us use radar too in our everyday lives, right? For example, many modern cars use radar technology. So if your car has adaptive cruise control or collision avoidance, then you use radar too all the time because that's basically how your car can detect the distance and the speed of other vehicles on the road. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. So radar is very important. And I know it's also used for tracking storms, right? Yeah, storms. That makes me think of Joey, the storm chaser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so electromagnetic waves can bounce off of, you know, atmospheric phenomena, rain, snow, and hail, similar to bouncing off of an airplane and able to track the progress of the storm that way. Cool. Yeah. So we're talking about microwaves, though. So how is radar linked to microwaves? Okay, so we know that radar uses electromagnetic waves, which are basically waves of energy to track and locate objects, right? Mm -hmm. So the specific type of energy waves that's produced and used by radar are called microwaves. <laughs> microwaves. <laughs> um, so microwaves have a shorter wavelength than the longer radio waves that we use when we're listening to the radio, um, which is what makes them better for radar to detect objects like airplanes and ships, like ours. <laughs> so basically, Percy Spencer was working on a radar system which uses a device called a magnetron to produce microwaves. And we'll have a nice companion blog post going um, going into this a bit more. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that was the breakthrough that led to the invention of the microwave oven itself. So Percy mm -hmm. realized that if microwaves could heat up and melt a candy bar in his pocket, it could be used to cook food. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's so cool. That's exactly what he did. That that is such a cool like observation to me. Then to mm -hmm. take that. In, into a microwave oven, right? And like yeah. everyone, almost everyone has a microwave. So yeah. it's really cool. He developed the first microwave oven mm -hmm. um, from that observation. Mm -hmm. And it was called the Radarage. Radar. Yeah. I like that name, Radarage. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a little dangerous. <laughs> Radarage. Uh -huh. Um. And, but I mean, that was an amazing breakthrough in cooking technology, right? Mm -hmm. to, you could just pop your plate of food and, you know, it'll be warmed up or cooked in a very, very short amount of time compared to doing it in this, on the stove or in the oven. Cool. But the thing is that first microwave oven, that rat range, <laughs> whew, that thing was huge, girl. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It was about the size of a refrigerator. It was no. huge. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine oh if our God. current microwave ovens were still that huge? Crazy. I feel like no one would have one. <laughs> right. right. Right? I wouldn't have one. Like, what are you going to do with two 
huge like you have the refrigerator and right. then you're gonna have this like ratter range like yeah, ratter range your, your kitchen's full I know. <laughs> no more no more space but why was it so big like what was going on yeah yeah I agree so if it was that big it definitely would not have been as versatile and useful and as highly you know widely adopted yeah. as the current teeny tiny little microwave mm-hmm. is but it was so huge um, back then in the early days because basically what they did was they um, took a radar system and modified it, you know, repurposed it for cooking. So Whoa. instead of, you know, a magnetron with an antenna to shoot microwaves into the sky for radar, um, it was a magnetron inside a giant metal box <laughs> to contain the microwaves in the box where you, you know, put put your food to be, you know, heated or cooked. So they, oh. yeah, they basically just modified our radar system and said, Hey, we're going to use this now for cooking. Put it in your kitchen. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I literally have like no words. <laughs> like, so they were just like, okay, well, this can heat food. So let's just throw a radar in your kitchen. <laughs> I'm sorry, but okay. So, I mean, Clearly, the technology has been refined and miniaturized since then, right? I mean, no one has. I mean, I mean, I don't even know if any of these original ones are still around, but no one now has a refrigerator-sized <laughs> microwave, right? Um, and we have microwave ovens in almost every kitchen in America. Yeah, yeah. It would actually be really cool to see one of those. Just yeah. you know, I bet they're in like museums and things. I would, I would think so. Especially if they still worked. Because, you know, back in the day, like, things were built solid, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, less things to go wrong, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. But thank God that we have these teeny tiny microwaves that we can just carry around, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) And it's amazing that it all started from this first accidental discovery. That's so cool. And, you know, that's the wonderful thing about science. You never know where the inspiration is going to come from. Like, you know, Percy Spencer just walking around, doing his job, and then he stumbled <laughs> upon the idea for the microwave oven. You know, like, From I mean, candy bar. yeah. Crazy. And imagine, like, if I was him, I would have thought it was just my body heat or the sun. Like, yeah. I feel like he was definitely very um, observational to be like, wait, yeah. maybe it's something that I'm actually working with. <laughs> if it was up to me, we would not have invented the microwave oven because I would have been like, dang nabbit, my body heat is up in this candy bar. <laughs> so I guess the next time you're eating a microwave meal, you can think about Percy Spencer and his accidental discovery. And it goes to show that sometimes the biggest breakthroughs come from the most unexpected places. I like that. Yes, they do. And who knows? Maybe the next Big discovery will come from an accidental observation made by Ooh. one of our listeners, made by oh, one boy. of you, made by you. Oh, yes, you. Yeah. <laughs> so remember to keep your eyes and ears open and just let yourself be curious because you might discover something wonderful. Yeah, and definitely, you know, make those good observations. Don't be like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. Thanks, Shakira. Observe and then ask questions, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. (laughs) So that's it for today's Accidental Discovery. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of We Love Science Podcast. 
Until next time. Bye, guys. Bye.